Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome gorgeous heroes to another episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. I am particularly excited for today's episode because it is not a normal episode and you will understand why. Next week from the 10th of October till the 17th, I'm going to be part of a team of runners running from Johannesburg to Cape Town to raise funds for the Mad Leadership Foundation. And I have been receiving so many questions on how does this work? What is all involved? How are you running from Joburg to Cape Town? What is your mental preparation like? What is your physical training like? How are you managing to do this? So I am here to answer all of those questions and just to give a bit of insight into what an incredible cause this is and the bigger reason for why I'm running across a country. So let's just rewind for a bit and actually go back to 2018 when I completed doing Mad to Run for the first time. Now, I have spoken briefly about this before in previous podcasts, specifically episode one, but Mad to Run was the entire reason that Mind Your Hero even began. So this is why this is such an incredibly special cause that I hold very dear and very close to my heart because if it wasn't for Mad to Run, who knows if Mind Your Hero would even exist. I completed Mad to Run in 2018 and to be very honest, I wasn't a natural athlete. Well, I still consider myself to not be a natural athlete in terms of I can't just get up and go and run a 21 kilometer. I'm a type of person that needs to do a lot of training and really prepare myself in order to achieve something like that. So in 2018, once I had completed it, there were a lot of incredible, aha, phenomenal mindset shift moments where I realized that I hadn't run to Cape Town on my physical abilities, but I'd run to Cape Town using the power of my mind. Now, I had always had a fascination in neuroscience, neuroplasticity, law of attraction, just mindset in general, and had used meditation, had used visualization to the best of my ability. I'd also, however, done a lot of physical training, eaten correctly, I'd given up alcohol for six months, I'd really gone all in on this adventure. And at the end, I'd started questioning my life's purpose, I'd set an intention to figure out where I wanted to go with my life, And it resulted in me getting this amazing divine download to start a journal. And that is when Mind Your Hero was born with the first journal we ever launched, which was Find Your Inner Hero. So this is why this charity and this cause is so special to me. And I'm not going to go into how it started and why it started and all of that today. I want to, well, especially with the Mind Your Hero side of things, but I really wanted to talk today more on what the process is and what we will be doing for the next eight days running to Cape Town, what that looks like, and especially go into the mental preparation that I have been doing because 
truthfully speaking, I haven't done that much physical training for this round of my uh, mad to run. And but what I have done is more mental preparation. And I know that I'm going to be running completely with my mind as opposed to my physical strength. So this is how the whole process works. We run from Joburg to Cape Town in shifts of eight hours. So there are a team of 18 runners, which means that every step that every runner takes is another step towards the 1,520 kilometer goalpost of reaching Cape Town. You will be on the road for eight hours. And in that eight hour shift, there are six runners that will be completing 20 kilometers each in that time, allotted time period. Now, you can break this up into five kilometers, eight kilometers, 10 kilometers, however you want to structure it. But this is where the catch comes because that might sound like, oh, well, that sounds pretty simple and pretty easy to do. But this is where the catch comes. You might be running at 1, 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. You're not going to be getting much sleep and you're not going to be getting the nutrition that you're used to. So on this run, it is absolutely madness what happens, but it is such a huge, like, I don't even know what the word is, but it is such a huge thing of changing base camps, setting up base camps. And this year we've got that extra thing of COVID to be concerned about. So what happens is, is that we leave Joburg for an eight-hour shift. One shift will stay behind and one shift will be going to set up base camp. But those shifts change, so you don't have the same shift every 24 hours. So some days you'll have what's called a suicide shift, which means you'll be running for eight hours of the day. You'll have eight hours to get back to base camp, repack your food boxes, do whatever you need to do, shower, shampoo, do all of that stuff. And then get back on the road for the next eight hours. So in the 24-hour period, you'll be running 40 over 40 kilometers. And that's what makes this adventure so tough, is that there has to be somebody on the road at every single second of the day for the eight days that we will be running to Cape Town. And that's what makes this adventure such a challenge. Now, the minimum requirement is that you do run 20 kilometers a day. However, there are some people that will go to the extremes and do 50 or 60 kilometers a day. Trust me, I'm not going to be one of those people, but it really is incredible to see. And it's it's actually just so inspiring to see how far the mind can push the human body and how we set up base camp. It's all with camping. So we will have to do our own cooking, set up tents. Also this year, we're going to have to fog them, obviously because of COVID. We have all gone for COVID tests just to ensure that we are in an isolated bubble. We have been isolating for the week before Mad to Run so that nobody has COVID when we get to the start of this adventure, which is really, really important because we do want to be very conscious and we, we want to make sure that we are holding the brand with the highest of integrities, which I know that Mad to Run does with every event not just even in times like COVID so that is what makes this year even more tricky every time we set up a tent it has to be fogged every time a bus goes out it has to come back and be fogged so it is quite a huge process and it's quite a huge um, operation of getting down to Cape Town and from the first time around when I did it there are days where you physically just don't want to speak to people you go through 
so many different emotions and you go through a process of going to like the darkest places of your soul but that is where the absolute most magical moments happen so on I think it's from day three until day five you are running through the Karoo and the Karoo is beautiful in its own way but it's also very barren and I feel like that's where you you go as a human being you get stripped of all the luxuries and you get to know your raw authentic self and you get to run under the stars at 3 a.m in the morning which is just something so spectacular that not many people will be able to experience in a lifetime but with that whole journey you go very deep within yourself and you go through a lot of introspection and you ask yourself a lot of the deeper questions because you're also so starved of sleep you 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 actually go to places that you never thought were possible and this is where you learn so much about the human spirit and mindset and this is why the whole mind your hero brand has been built upon this power of the mind and how strong the mind is So what I really want to dig into today is what am I doing to mentally prepare myself for this run? Because yes, I have been training, not to my absolute full capacity. And just last week, Monday, so we are now three days away from doing this adventure. But just last week, Monday, I went to the chiropractor and she told me that I have tendonitis in my ITB. Now, if you are a runner, your ITB is something that is something that is easily able to flare up. And it's also something that you don't want to flare up. So I have been noticing that and feel that because of that, I'm going in even more underprepared than what I would like. But I also know that I have an incredibly strong mindset. So this is where my advantage will come in. And it's because of things like meditation, visualization, hypnosis, and a lot of journaling and introspection. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my process of becoming mentally fit. Because just like your muscles need to go to the gym every day in order to get that six pack, so does your mind. Your mind is a muscle that you need to like exercise every day. I know it's not physically a muscle, but it is like a muscle that you have to exercise every day if you want it to be a really strong operating system for you so my preparation has looked something like this every every day I am meditating at least once a day I think the most meditations I've done in a day are six and um, this has also helped me grow my business astronomically especially in times such as COVID and in that mental when I'm mentally preparing with doing six meditations a day what it allows for is mental interruptions or thought interruptions in your general process so just as you have habits so you wake up in the morning you may go brush your teeth you'll exercise have breakfast do whatever it is that you need to do in your morning routine your thoughts also have a pattern and a routine so you'll wake up you'll remember what you need to do you might go into panic mode and the anxiety will set in when you go into anxiety you try and calm yourself down and so on and so forth goes your day now when you meditate for six times a day and it doesn't have to be long meditations it can literally be three minutes or five minutes but when you meditate six times a day what happens is is that you're disrupting those thought patterns and those thought processes to rewire different paradigms as well as create different energy flows throughout your your mind and 
that has been a game changer for me in terms of business, physical strength, shifting my identity and doing other things with my mindset. So that has been a huge, huge game changer. I've then done a lot of hypnosis um, to remove mental blocks. So some of my limiting beliefs about running have surfaced quite early on. And I would say probably um, during the process of doing my NLP training, that's when a lot of my running mindset blocks came about. So I grew up in a home where I was always told, oh no, running ages you, running makes you old, running so bad for your joints. And of course, our subconscious mind's most primal function is to protect us. So why would it want me to do a sport that believes will age me and damage my joints and, you know, be a very damaging effect on me? So I've had to show my subconscious mind and reprogram different belief systems into how running can actually be a positive thing and how running can give me more vitality and give me more energy and things like that. So that's been a very, very interesting process. And I've also done time-based techniques with that just to... um you know, go back to the root causes of when those limiting beliefs started. So it's been a very, very interesting process, even looking at that. I've spoken about this limiting belief before on a podcast, and one of them was that I used to believe that I was always an injured runner, which is ironic because I'm going into this event injured. However, I'm going to talk a bit more about that because I do believe it has been a gift and I will explain a little bit more. But I used to believe that, you know, I was always an injured runner and I used to, when I wasn't injured, act as if I was injured. So I would do this whole long dramatic process after every single run where I'd ice myself, put Iceman on, foam roll. And it's not to say that recovery is bad. Obviously do those things, but your mindset around which you do them has to be different. So now when I do recovery, I'm like, oh, this is such a great stretch. I'm helping my muscles recover as opposed to I'm doing this whole process because I feel as though I'm going to get an injury because like the law of attraction states, what you focus on expands. So obviously, if you are focusing on your recovery as though you are already injured, you are going to attract an injury into your existence. So let's talk about the current injury I have. Well, it's actually so, so interesting. So for those that don't know, I'm doing a diploma in meta health at the moment. And meta health is all about the study of how your body with certain triggers will manifest dis-ease or ailments. And if you can find the trigger and resolve that, then you can heal your body. It's, it's really, really interesting. A lot of research is being done to back this information up. And I'm not going to go into that in this podcast, but essentially this injury occurred on my right side. So your right side of your body is more your masculine energy or it comes from your father and your father's side, limiting beliefs. And I've also been doing a lot of work in my generational timelines. So you can hold up to seven generations of trauma in your body, which means sometimes the trauma that you're carrying around is not even your own. It's generational time it's from your generational timeline so it means that your your mother's 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 may have felt guilt or shame around money for example and you could still be carrying that around with you today anyway we're not talking about money today we are talking more about my specific injuries to this which was my knee was obviously the one area of my body that was affected 
by my ITB injury. Now, my knee, and when you get a sore knee, it means that you are unwilling to bend with life and you are having a problem with your ego, which is so fascinating to me because now that I can see that it's more on my father's side, my masculine energy, and it's my ego, everything made sense because my masculine energy has been very predominant and I haven't really been practicing nurturing feminine energy so by the way you all every single person has masculine and feminine energy it's not to say that if you are a male and you have feminine energy you are more girly it's not that at all or if I have a lot of masculine energy that I'm going to be more boy like no it doesn't mean that at all all it means is that we have masculine energy which is your persistent energy it's the energy that makes you get up and go 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 and your feminine energy is the more nurturing energy the energy that will take care of you make sure that you're feeding yourself correctly and nurturing yourself so you need a balance of both everybody needs a balance And I have been go, 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 go in my business and everything that I'm doing. So I feel like I've had an imbalance in my masculine energy of being too much in my masculine and having to remind myself to come back into the feminine. So it's been very interesting to explore this injury with that set of knowledge and to identify where my ego has been playing up. And it hasn't been a comfortable process. It's actually been a lot of introspection work and a lot of journaling and talking to my mindset coach about a lot of the things that have come up for me. And through dissolving it, my chiropractor has even said, I, it's, it's amazing how you're responding to treatment and all of that. And it's also been interesting because with hypnosis and with visualization, I've been sending so much loving, healing energy to these areas in my body. So I visualize green light because green light is a very, very healing energy. And you you actually want to send that and breathe that into the sore areas, which I have been doing. And when I went to the chiropractor first, which was a week and a half ago, exactly to this, the day that I'm recording this podcast, she said to me that if I run more than 10 kilometers a day, she'd be amazed. And she doesn't think I'll even be able to do that. Today, she gave me the all clear and said that I will definitely be able to build up to 20 kilometers a day. The first few days, however, I may not be able to do that. But going from you're not going to be able to do this to you can build up to doing 20 kilometers a day by the end of the week I was super happy with that so it's amazing again how your body does have that innate capability to heal itself and a part of me truly believes that I've been gifted with this injury because I had to know how to heal myself find the triggers and do all of the stuff that I'm studying at the moment anyway to have that deeper introspection within myself And it's just been an incredible process. And it's also been incredible to do self-hypnosis in the evenings um, and just get myself, again, mentally prepared for this journey. So, yes, I've also done a lot of future imagined visualizations of seeing myself running and literally going through step by step the entire process that we will be going through on this run. Because, again, if you can see it in your mind first, you will see it in your reality and I'm definitely not the only person that does this. Michael Phelps actually also uses visualization and attributes a lot of his success in winning Olympic medals to the visualization that he does every single morning. 
So when I'm talking about the mindset work I do, I don't just do it once and hope for the best. It's like going to the gym. You can't just go and do a couple of sit-ups and then hope for the rest of the year that you're going to have a six-pack. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. So yes, this is a lot of a lot of work that I've had to do every day and sometimes be very uncomfortable and go to what I would call dark places within myself to find out where the blocks are coming from because that's the thing about manifestation and all of the work that I talk about and preach about is that yes you can manifest incredible things but if you have something blocking you in in your yourself and that's generally come from a trauma and again trauma is not always necessarily a big trauma that you would consider sometimes it's a little trauma which is an example would be being laughed at at school you will take that on as a trauma because you don't know how to deal with things like that at that age. So if you are holding trauma anywhere in your body, it's going to manifest in a very specific way. And when you can identify all of those things and you can go within, it's it's beautiful because that's the process that you need to go into in terms of asking yourself deeper and more profound questions to get the answers that we are all seeking. So that has been a bit of the mental prep that I have been doing. I've also got a crazy morning routine, crazy, crazy, crazy morning routine, because I truly need a lot of energy to do the kind of work that I do in a day. So I have a two hour morning routine. And in that morning routine is a lot of the prep that I've had to do for Mad to Run. And Part of that morning routine is exercise. So I have been doing a lot more cross training for Mad to Run this time around, especially now because my ITB has made my leg feel a lot weaker than what I would like it to be. So I've been doing cross training. I've been eating correctly. I've recently made the decision to become pescatarian. And that in itself has also been a really, really interesting transition. So yes, and that also came to me through a divine download. So. These are the kinds of things that I've been doing to prepare for this journey. And I definitely will be taking everyone along with me on Instagram. We will be doing a lot of video footage and taking photos. And I will be posting when I can. I can't promise that I'll post every day because just knowing what I went through on the first adventure, there are some days where you are just so physically tired that you don't even want to say hello to the person next to you. You're using every bit of your energy to sleep when you can, to then run when you need to and people might think I'm crazy for doing this again and yeah I'm a little bit mad but it's for a bigger cause and that's what I want to talk about now is this is not just for self-fulfillment yes it's the most incredible adventure that I'll ever go on it's honestly just insane but it's for a bigger reason and that bigger reason is to put kids through amazing education when they are so talented and just have no means of affording it. So that this is what the Mad Leadership Foundation does, is that they take a, a scholar from a disadvantaged background and assess their skills and stuff. And if they are showing absolute amazing potential, they put them through from grade 10 even, all the way through to a varsity degree. Now, the kids that go through this have honestly become the most incredible leaders, doctors, lawyers, just so many things. It's it's really incredible. And 
one of the stories I want to share today is actually about a guy who is on the Mad Leadership Foundation. And this may pull at your heartstrings, it pulled at my heartstrings too, but this is the kind of work that Mad does. So him and his brother, they were 8 and 11 when their parents passed away and they ended up living under a bridge. And one of the girls who is actually running with us this year, her father somehow got into contact with them got into contact with MAD and got them onto the scholarship and onto this program. And one of those kids is now today a top doctor. And this is the kind of work that this foundation does, which is just, I've got so many heartwarming stories to share with you. And, you know, a lot of the kids that go through these scholarships and, you know, obviously young adults that go through these scholarships are generally the first people to ever get a degree in their family, to finish matric in their families and to support their families and their communities. So it's it's far bigger than anything else. And I think that this year, this this whole initiative is so much more than just raising funds for these scholars who are so appreciative of the work that we do, but it's also giving them hope. And it's giving a country hope where We've been through an incredibly tough year with COVID. There's been many challenges. Many people have obviously gone through a lot of loss in terms of income, jobs, a lot of different things in a lot of different areas. And against all odds, a group of crazy people, 18 to be specific, are still choosing to run across a country for a purpose that is far greater than themselves. And that for me is why I'm part of this. It's not... It's not for the run. It's not to run under the stars at three o'clock in the morning in the crew, although that is a highlight. It's for something that is a far greater purpose. And for me, the most incredible part is, is that from Mind Your Hero, I'm now able to give back to this foundation that was the fuel that fed the seed in the first place. So, yeah, it's just incredible. And I'm so excited to see what comes out of this adventure. I know that I'll definitely be running this whole thing with my mind and not necessarily my physical body. And it's going to be, it's just going to be amazing to see the results this year because this year is a very special one. It is a very special one. We started this year off with 44 runners and we now have 18. And that in itself says a lot. It says a lot about just the year we've had. And the other runners that couldn't make it, it's because they've chosen, there are some runners that are on the front lines of the healthcare profession that have decided to put their energy into carrying on the incredible work that they're doing. There are other runners that had other commitments. So for them, it's also a really sad journey because they've been working on this for 18 months and don't get the reward of running across the country. So we'll definitely be carrying them in an initiative called Soulmates. And a lot of them will even be running at the same times that we will be running. Um, They're going to run around their blocks or whatever the case is. And that for me is also just incredible. So yes, this is such an insane, insane adventure. And I actually forgot to mention something very cool, but we're going to be ending off doing the Cape Town Marathon. Now, obviously, marathons and all sporting events have been shut down, but the Cape Town Marathon has been given the go to invite 40 runners to run the actual events. Now, 20 of the runners are us, (laughs) mad to run normal people, super not elite athletes, um, although we do have some insane runners. 
And the rest of the 20 runners are elite athletes like Khaida Stain and Mo Farah. So we will be running alongside Mo Farah. I'll probably be able to blink and see Mo Farah like for a split second. But that is something really cool as well, which I'm really looking forward to because I often speak about an identity shift and your environment shapes who you are. And to even just be associated and be in the presence of runners and athletes like that is something so spectacular that is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So again, I'm so grateful for this whole initiative and I'm so grateful and so blessed to be able to be part of an initiative that gives back so much. It's not just about putting a kid through education as well. They make sure that they have food, that they have a roof over the head, that they have mentorships, coaches, people to help facilitate their growth so that it's not just a one-dimensional, here's some money and go and do the best of your ability. It's a very holistic program. And that is also why I love to sponsor and be a part of this event. So I'm going to be linking up some links in the show notes of this episode. And it would mean the absolute world to me if you would a follow me (laughs) follow us on this journey and see what it's all about because it's the most spectacular thing and for those that can I would absolutely love if you would donate to the foundation now I know I said in the beginning that this podcast is a little bit different and I never ask for donations but I have been doing different kinds of fundraising events with Mind Your Hero which one of which was, you know, for every journal sold over the period of Heritage Day, we gave 10% of our earnings to Mad to Run. So we've already made that donation. And for the month of October, we are donating 20% of all our proceeds to Mad to Run. So that is what we are doing. And I would be super honored if you would even just check out the charity. I'm not asking for a donation, but just sharing a post liking it following our journey would honestly mean the world to me and if you are somebody that's looking for a charity to sponsor please click on the links below and see what it's all about and you know you'll be taken through to a page where you can make a donation if that is something that you choose to do but truly just your presence alone in liking and sharing this content would go a long way and I would really appreciate it. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I know it's been a little bit different to the ones I generally do, but I did try to incorporate the mindset training that I have been doing to prepare myself for this. And I will be talking you guys through this on the road and letting you know what my experience is like. Like I say, I'm not going in physically as prepared as I would like to, but mentally I know that I am there and as a mindset coach, I feel like that's more important. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited for this adventure and I cannot wait to take you along with us. And I hope that you enjoy following this journey because it's something that is so different, so incredible. And, you know, there are going to be some runners that will be doing over 350 kilometers in a single week, which is mind blowing. So enjoy following this adventure with us we start again on the 10th of October my whole Instagram feed is basically going to be a mad to run feed and I honestly just cannot wait to take you along so enjoy have a good one and I will chat to you soon thanks for listening to this episode of the mind your hero podcast we hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams if you loved this episode we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media 
As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.